You're listening to Moms No Expert Podcast. On this podcast, we'll be going on a journey together and learn how to be the best moms we can be. I'm your host, Irmari. Welcome to another week's episode of Moms No Expert Podcast. I am your host, Imari, and today I have a wonderful guest. Her name is Tiffany. She is a mom. She is a, well, I, I don't know. I shouldn't introduce you as a mom. I should introduce you first as a like strong women and then she's a mom Aww. and then she's a tiktoker and then she's all these little oh. things <laughs> she's a youtuber a she's a content creator yeah exactly yeah yeah exactly. a little bit of everything yeah <laughs> <laughs> so uh well tell the, tell the people who are you how do how, who are you before anything i don't even know myself i'm still trying to figure it out no i'm just pe- uh, playing um i <laughs> I am Tiffany. I am a stay-at-home working mom. I have a business, a family business with my husband that I help him on the side. And then on the other side, I do all of the things that you see online. I try to speak on wellness, weight loss, spirituality, mental health, all of those things. Little little things. Mm -hmm. Well, for those who don't know, me and Tiffany went to school in elementary school. (laughs) Damn, we know each other for a long ass time. For real. <laughs> and this then, is like my first time seeing you in my I, son's life. Like I know. Grade, I think. Yeah. Because after you moved after sixth grade, right? Like you moved um, to I, Miami? I moved I moved at eighth grade. Eighth grade. Miami, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn. It's been a long ass time. I mean, I always, like, we've always kept in touch, like, MySpace and stuff like that. Yeah. Being MySpace. Mm-hmm. But, like, Girl yeah, period. we haven't mm-hmm. talked for a long ass time. Anything that you remember, like, from elementary school that you're like, damn, I wish we still did that. Laughed. Laughed a lot. I remember kids being, like, more connected, even though I got bullied a lot. (laughs) And a lot of kids got bullied, but it's almost like we laughed a lot and we were very connected, I feel Mm -hmm. like. I don't know. So I kind of missed that. Yeah. I feel like even though, because I feel like I got a little bit of bullying too, but, like, even though we still were cool with each other, like, we still, yeah. like, oh, you want to go play? Like, it was... Your personality and mind, and you're a Taurus, right? Yeah. It, it always, like, clicked. I, I remember yeah. I laughed a lot with you. For yeah. Sure. I still her. have pictures. My mom has all the pictures of our class. Oh, and Tiffany's mom. in the wagon. I'm in the little, like... I was little. I was <laughs> short. And... <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I, I mean, I follow you, and I'm always, like, messaging you. So I'm glad that you're here. And I'm glad that we kind of reconnected, like, you know, here or there. But we today have a mommy quote. And our quote today is, we either make ourselves miserable or we make ourselves strong. The amount of work is the same. And I like this. And I chose that for us in, like, this episode because it's you. Like, it's it kind of, like, it's your brand. Like, you, I mean, you are strong like I said at at the beginning but you're also you show that like you show the work and you show you know there's not it's not always peaches and cream but girl but it's it's the it's the same amount of work but today I wanted to talk to you about a lot of things and so I broke it down in little parts um so first of all I want to talk about your weight weight something I don't know your weight loss journey especially because well you know we all when you become a mom you kind of lose yourself. And I've been there. I've been there where I'm like, fuck it, whatever. And I eat everything. My anxiety is off the roof. So I kind of want to talk about that because you weren't big. You weren't like, 
huge. So, you know, when people think, oh, weight loss journey, she lost like 300 pounds. No, but at the same time, gaining weight when you're not that, we've never been that weight. It's a, it takes a toll on you, on your body, on your mental health, on your marriage, on your parenting. So Everything. I just kind of want to talk about, yeah, I just kind of want to talk about yeah, that and how, what inspired you? Like, why did you decide to be like, you know what, I'm going to lose weight? You want to know what? It was the one thing that just kind of like did something to me. I was, one day I was in Volcano Bay with my family and I saw these twin sisters and these girls look so freaking bad. I was like, damn. But they look so good to the point where, like, they, everybody, the eyes were on them. And you can literally see that they worked out. And what I liked about them is that, damn, like, I know that they're disciplined. And they, you know, they are really pushing for themselves. I want to be like that. I've never been disciplined in my life. I procrastinate. Mm. I get that from my yeah. <laughs> And I think that was like the one moment, like a moment that I had with myself where I was like, I want to be like that. Like, I want to look good. What happened to me? Because I remember my body's never been like this. You know, did I let myself go? And then I started asking myself all these questions. Mm. And then I started working with myself. And then I started getting treatment. I had IBS. I had to change my diet because of my diagnosis. And mm-hmm. everything kind of started from there, stemmed from that moment that I had at Volcano Bay. That's basically <laughs> what happened. You were her. like, you know what? I need to, I need to do it. <laughs> I felt insecure because I yeah. was like, I'm a mom. And I, I, you know, everyone, like, they look so good. And everyone's like looking at them. And I'm like, wow, like, they inspired me. Even my husband was like looking at them. I'm like, okay, I don't, I don't blame you because I'm looking at them. Yeah, like, baby, it's fine. So that was kind of like the moment for me where I was like, damn, I gotta step it up for myself. Yeah, and that's where it all started. It all bloomed. It just bloomed. And what have you noticed that has changed for you since you lost weight? Oh my God, everything. Um, I feel like you're more clear-minded. Uh, one thing that change for me was definitely the discipline part because I procrastinate a lot. I also have ADHD (laughs) and that's something that I have to, I've learned about myself that I didn't know that I had. Um, Anxiety, childhood trauma, everything's like built in the body. It kept getting like, you know, and um, discipline. That was the, the, the first thing, putting myself first for the first time, learning what discipline was and what happened after you become disciplined the result that's what really yeah. impact me in a way that that's good and so you talk about clear mind so your mental health did did you see like a change in it when you started like losing weight absolutely because just like a lot of i'm talking about like not only moms but women in particular when you get to a point in life where you kind of lose yourself you're not okay sometimes up here you can't focus you can't function you kind of let yourself go. You abandon yourself. And that's exactly mm-hmm. what happened for me for a long period of time. I just kind of abandoned myself. I didn't put any mm-hmm. effort into myself. My mental health was like, not okay. I didn't have any guidance, any direction. My self-esteem was like so low. I had low self-esteem. I made a lot of mistakes while having low yeah. self-esteem. And now it's different. I'm starting to feel myself again. You know, my self-esteem is not low. I don't feel like I procrastinate that much because I have some some uh, form of, what do you call it? 
structure. It gives you structure. So, yeah. Yeah. I should start doing that because I I feel the same way where I'm like, I'm okay. Like, I'm not, I don't hate myself because I had a problem with self-deprecating. Like, I would be like, oh, my God, I'm ugly. I'm fat. I'm this. I'm that. And I've learned, you know, obviously through therapy and everything to not be like that because i'm like i'm a hot mom (laughs) but also like i feel the same way i procrastinate i'm tired all the time i'm like yo why am i i'm not doing like right now i'm not working because i i just moved i don't have a job like i have a job but i don't start training yet so i'm not doing it and i'm tired i'm like yo why am i exhausted it's not like my daughter's five she's 10 she does everything by herself and i'm tired so i i thought about that i'm like i should do something with my life um, I mean, it really, not everybody, I feel like that's the thing that a lot of women put pressure on themselves when they start seeing other women and it doesn't go right. You have to do it at your yeah. time. You get me? You have to kind of do yeah. it at your time whenever you feel comfortable to start. Even sometimes if you don't feel comfortable, go and push yourself to do it because if you don't start now, you're never going to do it. So Yeah. And it's also not, you shouldn't do the same exercise everybody does. And I think that's like a... A, a mistake that a lot of people are like, oh, well, she l- does weight. Let's do weight. So she, she does cross body when you're Yeah, your exactly. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I want to do Pilates. That's that's my bucket list. I want to do oh, Pilates. Lord. I Good heard luck. it's horrible, but I yeah. want to do it for like... It's like a lot of strength, like, yeah. I think. Right? I don't know. I'm Balance. strong. Well, I mean, <laughs> Pilates, I don't know. I'm not going there. You're like, never. <laughs> it's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> well, let's talk about you being a content creator. What inspire you? Because I know you had jewelry. I've been following you. I've been like putting in the cart, <laughs> and then I never buy because I'm broke. But I'm always, I'm always like, oh, I had like, I literally had like twenty things. So I'm like, oh my god, I wanted them all, and then I'm like, dang it, I don't have money right now, but I'm gonna buy it. <laughs> it's in my cart. See, I knew that. I knew you had your jewelry store and all that stuff. But what made you start content creating? Because you have YouTube, TikTok. Do you do Instagram too, right? Yeah, I do Instagram, but it's not. I don't really push myself on Instagram. Not as much. Um, but yeah. I started my TikTok account in COVID when it started. <laughs> when it started popping out, and everybody was like talking about it. I was isolated for a very long time, home alone, and I was around that was still around the time I was going through like a lot of things in my life and I don't know out of nowhere TikTok came along and I just started posting content about debunking beliefs you know like religion Uh and stuff like that because it's something that I experienced and a couple of my videos started to go viral a lot of people like the content and they like you know sharing their thoughts and things like that and I started making more and more and eventually I kind of stopped so yeah, I just started in COVID. Yeah. <laughs> like real that was like COVID, that's it. So, yeah. I never made I mean, I made videos through COVID, but not I'm not I'm lazy. That's I didn't problem. take that's it serious e- either. Like I still don't take it serious. So oh. I just kinda of post whatever. That makes sense. You're like whatever it is. Yeah. So what what was your first video that went viral? The Do you remember? The marijuana video. I had a video about uh marijuana cannabis and <laughs> it went it went it had like i think it had it was it didn't go that viral but it had like seven hundred thousand views 
And then I made one with my daughter. That was the one that really blew up. It was about okay. a lemonade situation that I had with my daughter. That one got like 8 million and like oh wow two point something likes i don't even remember Dang. so that was the video that just kind of like blew everything up and after that i just kept making just silly content you know things that i like to share or you know, silly yeah. videos yeah do you so now i do you consider yourself a content creator or not really i don't know Honestly, I don't I don't know because I feel like I don't think so, but I feel like with everything that I learned, it's kind of pushing me into that direction. And it's like eventually I gotta own it. You get what I'm saying? Even yeah. though I don't to be known as a content creator, that for me is corny. I'm old school. Like you got me like oh, Yeah, it's just kind of corny, like, oh yeah, she's the influencer uh, content creator. Yeah. Like no. Um, but yeah, I feel like everything is just kind of guiding me and pushing me to that direction. So. You, how many hours do you take to create a video a day? If it's a good video, like a promo that I have to do, it'll probably take me about three hours to make so the video and edit it. Yeah, people think that it's just yeah. like throw a video on there and that's they call it a day. No, like edit it, make sure, yeah. you know, cut off certain things. So yeah, I'm yeah. three hours. But if it's like a short, silly video, like, I don't know, 30 seconds, just, just yeah. post whatever. And then um, do you prefer, because I know you have YouTubes and stuff, do you prefer YouTube or TikTok or is it different content that you have? I feel like I'm starting to get into YouTube now, so I'm kind of feeling it out to see what can I get out of that, you know, in, in hopes of. On YouTube, I'm trying to make different content that is more like personal okay. to me and longer videos, obviously. On TikTok, it's yeah. a shorter, it's for people with short, um, what do you call it? Attention span. Exactly. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I try to variate, you know, between the two, I guess. That makes sense. Cool. That makes sense. Well, welcome to the content creator side. <laughs> I am, I, I gotta lie, I'm not gonna lie, I love podcasting, but when it comes to, con we talked about this, like, I am, I just don't want to look crazy on TikTok, so I take forever, and then I think about Ooh, it girl. too much, and, like, my producer, he'll tell you, he's like, Amari, just do it, just, just do it. whatever comes to it, just do it, and I'm like, okay, and, like, we're trying to get into the habit of, like, doing more videos, because I, I have to, but I just be, like, <sighs> TikTok is more like uh, <laughs> what I've noticed. TikTok, it's more like you can have an organic reach on there just by being mm -hmm. you. Like, you know, everything doesn't have to be very perfect, you know, like Instagram, like very perfect, very calculated, just throwing whatever you feel like just on there it. and people will like it. So, yeah. Yeah, no, that's true. Well, one thing that really connected us is our spiritually, uh -huh. spiritual side. I don't know what I just said because she's a spiritual girl. So, <laughs> kind of I... It's funny because I don't, I think I asked you something. What did I ask you? I said, do you know, damn it, I can't remember. I remember I asked you, like, do you know how to do something? And you're like, oh, do this, this, and this. It was okay. something about spiritual. And then that's when we started talking, like, oh, do this. Oh, do you do this? And then it just I think it was something about the evil eye. Did you ask me? Oh, yeah. Like, you had, yes, like, a bracelet. Something like that. It was something like that, but. I remember. <laughs> like, I remember. But what made you, like, have you always been, like, into spiritual spirituality? I can't talk. I, to be very honest with you, ever since I was a kid, like, I always knew that whatever was being given and handed to me didn't make sense to me in terms okay. of, like, you know, religious beliefs and Religion. things like that. 
Um, it affected me deeply. That's how I grew up. Um, it affected mm -hmm. me mentally, psychologically. And I just always knew internally since I was a kid that that was just not something that aligned with me. So, yeah, I would consider myself. I've always kind of been like this, I guess. I don't know. Do you think because I mean, we all have trauma, especially our black and brown people. We have trauma for everything <laughs> from our parents yeah, or friends. But do you think you have religious trauma? Because I do. Oh, absolutely. I, I was young and I. I don't want to say I have visions, but I have dreams. So like I have vivid dreams where I have a lot of them and I would tell my mom and my mom would like, whatever, scuff it off. And then it would happen. I'm like, I told you. And it became like scary and scarier as I grew, like as I grew older and it kind of like she shunned me. She's like, stop. So then we started going to church a lot and it became, and I feel like I had spiritual trauma, the religion trauma, because everything that I thought and felt like, I would be like, I'm not going out because I don't feel like it's good. And then, I tr like, somebody would get in an accident. And then it, it became people like, oh, my God. Like, it, it shamed me for it mm -hmm. and things like that. So I have a lot of that trauma, and which is why I now are more spiritual because I'm like, no, I'm not listening to nobody. But I feel like I've always had that calling where people are like, you know, not people by ancestors. I'm like, bitch, shut the fuck up and listen. <laughs> um, I... I do feel like did suffer from a lot of religious trauma because this is just my personal opinion. Religion is emotional and psychological manipulation. That's my personal opinion. Um, it really brainwashes people and in a way that they start feeling guilty for not doing anything. For simply Family. existing, for having, for wanting to have experiences. If you don't want me to have experiences, then why even make me? That makes no sense. And you kind of mm -hmm. start going into that rabbit hole and asking questions and having critical thinking. Well, why does this contradict this? Why does it, why do I always feel shame and guilt for something that I didn't even do? That makes absolutely no sense. And when you start looking into the history of it, it starts making sense. You go into a rabbit hole. Uh so for me, mm -hmm. I definitely had a lot of um, religious trauma. My family, my grandparents especially, they're um, what we consider Pentecostal. Is that how you call it? That's how you say it? Yeah. Very, yeah. Um, very um, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, that's how I grew up. Very shamed about everything, uh, criticized about everything, even my music taste, how I wanted to dress, everything. So it puts you in a yeah. spotlight where you're just like, okay, I can do nothing. I, I feel like yeah. I can't do anything. I can't think for myself. I can't, I can't live. So, yeah. Yeah. I went to the rabbit hole where I was like that. Like one point I was so into church. Like I was there all day. I was there on Tuesdays. I, I became part of like the youth ministry. I became, we were, my, my grandmother was like a for Catholics and it was like bad. And it was like. I was in the youth. I was in Saturday class. I was Sunday I, every day. I was like, yo, I feel like I live here. Mm -hmm. And, but what th things that I felt that it were red flags were one, the parents, because they would be like, oh, you have to be at church, but they wouldn't go. Or not only that, but they would talk so much shit. Yeah. Oh my God. And I'm like, how are we talking? How are we sitting here? We're saying we're of god but we talk shit about We're each bad other and that people. always yeah. yeah that never made sense to me there was a lot of things that i was like this sounds too fishy and then like i remember <laughs> i was confessing myself and you grew up catholic <laughs> yeah and i was in confession and the past the 
a padre, whatever uh, the, I don't know how to say it, uh, deacon. Uh-huh. But we're doing confession and he's sitting there and he said, oh, have you watched porn? Like he was asking you questions because it was like a big, it was a class of people. So instead of us telling them, he was just asking questions. You would have to say yes or no. He said, do you watch porn? And I, I was like 13. I'm like, no, but I would, but because I was so ashamed, you know, if you watch a sex scene at a movie, that's porn. So he said, have you watched sex scenes? I'm like, yeah. Okay. A sin. I'm like, what the, f-? I'm like, but, what? that's not even, it wasn't even my fault. No. They, it, they put it in the movie, <laughs> like, you know, and, <laughs> and, and that comes down to like, I had such a shame about porn for the longest time. And then I became older and I'm like, oh, oh because you saw, okay, like, like, yeah. And then they would say like, oh, you can't touch yourself. And then this is why women don't know their bodies because they're tell they're telling you you can touch yourself, and then you go meet with a man, and the men don't know what they're doing, <laughs> and then you're like, what is pleasure? <laughs> like it's so crazy, but it just it's just like like you said, it's just like so much trauma. But yeah, I, it was bad. And then I remember, I think what did it for me is when I got pregnant because I got pregnant out of my marriage, and I remember I was already in Florida, but I was still I would still go back and like. Partici- participate of uh-huh. things and I got pregnant and my past not my past whatever the deacon called me and was like are you getting married like as soon as they found out they were like are you getting married and I'm like no what do you mean you have to get married I was like I'm not marrying him because I don't know him they're like oh you just have sex with the random guy and I was like well technically he was a friend but <laughs> yeah I don't know I'm not gonna live with him so I'm not gonna marry him and they shunned me every single person stopped talking to me like they blocked me on facebook they blocked my mom my mom was still living in puerto rico they blocked it like it was crazy and i'm sitting there like people don't realize that it's like it's a cult it's the biggest cult in the world for a reason it's cult like you know for those people yeah i was like are you kidding me for like this beautiful kid because like are you forcing me to marry somebody like what like so yeah and i was like and then and that was my whole thing i was like so you want me to marry somebody i don't know because i didn't know him and i don't love him so i'm gonna be in a loveless marriage or figure it out because you had a baby no we figured out now <laughs> as we're parents like mm-hmm. i think it's a white man's agenda a white man like religion and then they're the ones pushing forward whatever they want and then you and i don't and i believe in god i believe there is a god i just don't believe the god that everybody else believes in if that makes yeah, sense the traditional sense exactly like i i read one time a, a book i don't remember what book because was, i was 15 and the at the end of it it said at it said god is love so if god is love why can we love each other and that just comes into anything like gay people very about anything like oh so if god is love why can I love my gays? Exactly. For Why sure. can I love myself? Uh-huh. Why can I love all these things? So, so you know what? I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> but um, anyways, what's your big three? My what? My big three? Your big three. Uh, yeah. Taurus Sun, Virgo Moon, oh. and Libra Rising. I still don't know what any of these mean. I just have an app that tells Same. me I'm I'm trying to learn. <laughs> But I took it with the you more I learn about, you know, my zodiac and my birthday and all of the important information in those details, the more I understand myself, the more we learn about, I feel like, and there's a reason why these things are not allowed for, you know, religious people and things like that for them to learn about. 
it's because of these reasons because the more that you don't know about yourself the more the less you have power so the more you know about yourself the more power you have but if you don't know any of these things then no, I think it's crazy because, like, if you think about if you if we're talking about like history, mm-hmm. right? Taino, especially in our country or our island, they deal with the sun, the earth, everything. Like they, whatever they believed in, it was what it was around mm-hmm. them, the earth, and that comes back to spirituality. But then, that's not the same thing as religion. And you're like, wait, there's such misinformation. Well, if you look back. And this this is the reason why this information is like not really out there. You have to like look for it. The origin mm-hmm. what what they say, my personal opinion, the originators of this <laughs> planet is indigenous people, African people, black people. Mm-hmm. And though yeah. their beliefs were basically stolen from colonizers to brainwash mm-hmm. them and the rest of the people into certain beliefs in order for them to be like, you know, in the white man's agenda, I guess. That's something that I've learned along yeah. the way that I didn't know, but it makes sense. I know it's it's kind of it's kind of weird, but also I know for the big three. So what I learned, I only know that if your your rising is what people see you as. So like I'm a Taurus, but my rising is Aquarius. So people see me as an Aquarius. Oh, really? Like yeah, and then that's like that's what people see, like your face or whatever. And then I don't know what your mo- I don't know I don't know I don't the know. rest. I just know. <laughs> Like I'm a Taurus sun and then I'm a what should I forgot my moon? Is it Virgo? I don't remember. But I know my rising is Aquarius because my daughter is Aquarius. Oh, interesting. So that's why I'm gonna look we fight a lot. No, I'm just kidding, we don't fight. <laughs> at all. At all. But I do I do know like the elements like earth, you know, earth, fire, water, and then it's so and earth. So I always I'm always I'm always told that if you if you're gonna be with somebody it cannot be somebody a fire sign or an air sign they're like you could be with an air sign and you might be able to be okay with the air sign but you should never be with a fire sign and then that makes me think about my mom because she is a, a leo and lord leo, we fight like cats ego. and dogs so it makes sense yeah and they say well if you think about it elements like fire burns uh-huh. earth so you i'm like oh hmm, i think about that I feel like that has to do also with like karmic past lives and cycles. Like if in a past yeah. life you didn't get it well with your mom, then in this life you have to learn the things that you didn't learn How in your get. past life in order for mm-hmm. you guys to kind of, I don't know, break some generational curse or some trauma or something yeah. Yeah, along the line. My daughter says that she's my, she says she was my soulmate in, her, in another life. Gosh. And I don't, I don't know where she came out for that one day. She was like, oh, she was my soulmate. And I'm like, hmm. okay, no, girl. And she's Kids like, no, that, I know. And I'm like, okay. And she's like, that's why I love you so much. And like, it's weird because I, and I always say like, I'm not hating on my mom because I say about, you know, I talk about my trauma a lot, but it's not no hate about to my mom. But my relationship with my daughter is so different and it's so weird sometimes because I'm like, me and my mom weren't like, oh, this. I can talk to you like a person. Uh-huh. Yeah. I was like, oh, I can talk to you like human being. Okay, but uh-huh. <laughs> I didn't oh know I could God, do this. Me too. So it's weird. That's yeah. funny. <laughs> You're the same. Yeah. A lot of the things that how I grew up or the relationship dynamic that I had at my in my household is totally different from what I teach my kids and how I am with my kids so yeah for sure they feel more comfortable I I hope 
They don't have any trauma so far. Like, you know, they're healthy kids, you yeah. know, open-minded kids. Yeah. Do you teach them about spirituality or no? So for my son, since he is uh, disabled, it's a little bit harder for him to understand certain things. For my daughter, I basically tell my daughter, my daughter has asked me things, but I don't really brainwash her with anything or, you know, push her to believe something or that I believe in. Yeah. She has to do that on her own. And I always tell her, whatever it is that you mm-hmm. feel comfortable, you got to explore and read everything, any, every religion, any view, every, every spiritual view, go ahead and explore that. And whatever feels comfortable for you, then just do that. That's it. Don't let anybody like that brainwash you, even me, like any of the things that I say. Yep. You see me, you know, believing in the earth and the stars and the whatever it is. But if you don't feel like believing in any of that, then do your That's own for thing. you. Mm-hmm. No judgment. Yeah, my daughter tells everybody. My daughter's like, my mom is a witch, <laughs> but I'm not. <laughs> I'm like, okay, whatever. But yeah, I'm the same way. Like I told her, I'm like, you will learn what you want to learn and she says she believes in god she's like oh god is hell you know and i'm like obviously you know there there is an entity out there that's watching mm-hmm. over us but yeah i'm the same way i'm like you know what believe in whatever you want You're free to be and it's good i do i do keep her with her evil eye on though because i was like i gotta huh? protect you, <laughs> protect you. <laughs> what do you think is the biggest misconception as like of other people looking at spirituality i think that people just think that we're like all kumbaya and love and light Mm -hmm. and it's not like that the only difference is that we have a lot of awareness than your average Mm. person doesn't have why because they don't know themselves enough they don't know they don't read they want to stay where they want to stay so i feel like that's probably the one thing that they feel like we're just love and light all the time and they have this expectation if we get out of character, yeah. <laughs> they have this expectation that we're just going to be love and light. Like, no, we're not like that. Yeah. So, yeah, I I like that because people, yeah, people are like, oh, especially also with, sorry, also with like mental health. They're like, oh, you're working on yourself. I'm like, I'll still fuck you up. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not incite violence now. Let's not incite violence. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But like, yeah, no, but yeah, I feel you though, because just because you believe you know, in spirituality doesn't mean that you're less of something else. You're still human. Like two things. I always say two things can be true at the same time. Like I can I can believe that there is a God and I also can believe in that the earth can provide sure. us some type of healing. You know what I mean? Like there's that there's no one doesn't negate the other. So before we leave, I want you to give our parents some advice so what are three recommendations for moms to be healthy? Either like either healthy body-wise or mentally? I feel like the number one thing is don't abandon yourself. Even if that means, even on the days that you don't feel like it, I don't know, go for a jog, put on some makeup, even if you don't feel like <laughs> it, because eventually those small habits will turn into healthy habits. It will turn into your routine. And you'll get out of that, even if you don't feel like it. So don't abandon yourself. I feel like trying trying to find balance in all areas of your life is another important one. You know, spiritually, physically, mentally, emotionally. Do something for every single category in your life. Financially, just do something proactive about those areas. That's number two. 
And number three, I would say practice slow living, like practice breathing, you know, relaxing, um, anything that makes your life more comfortable, better quality of life, practice those things. That's the three things that I would say. I never, I never thought about slow living. I might, I'm going to try that. Yeah. <laughs> pretty cool and then if you see a mom friend or just a friend that's struggling in mentally what would you recommend what would you say what would your advice be first i would say journaling second i would say if you need to seek a therapist no shame on going to seek a therapist really? because sometimes therapy helps you really dig into parts of your brain that you haven't really digged into. They ask you questions yeah. that you haven't really even thought of asking yourself in order for you to find the answers or those to get rid of those blockages that you've been having yeah. mentally. Therapy, for sure. Writing, journaling. Um, those are some things that I would recommend and talking to somebody. Yeah, that's that's important Probably. having a good support system i think for it's sure the biggest thing that i always say to people i'm like you need to have a good support system have good people around you mm -hmm. um and lastly what is your biggest lesson this year or last year oh my god um <sighs> the biggest lesson that i had to learn is probably that everything changes and you have to be willing <laughs> to adapt when those changes come and be prepared mentally, emotionally. And when I say everything changes, friends change, family yep. change, um, emotionally you change, physically you can change. Just be prepared for those changes. So yeah, that's what I would say. Everything changes. <laughs> Just be ready. That I love that. Well, plug yourself. I love I love to have my guests, you know, plug themselves. Sometimes they have more following than me, aka you. But still, <laughs> tell tell my following where they can find you. Um, you guys can find me on all my social media. My third eye hurts TikTok. My third eye hurts Instagram. My third eye hurts. I have a YouTube. My third eye hurts. So yeah, awesome. Well, thank you very much for being here today. Thank you for and me. guys, remember you can follow me anywhere on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. Mom's Extra Podcast. Bye. <laughs> right on. Thank you for joining me this week on Mom's No Expert Podcast. Make sure to follow me on Instagram at Mom's No Expert Podcast and share the show with your friends. Don't forget to follow and subscribe so you never miss an episode. <laughs>